0: I see a lot of confusion and honestly misuse of dynamic creative. So I'm going to get down right now why you should use dynamic creative ads, how you're actually supposed to use them, what you can actually do with them. And if you're not seeing reporting in the way that you want to, why that doesn't really matter. Let's get to the bottom of it once again. Huh? Hello, my name is Charlie. Nice to see you. we gonna get to the bottom of dynamic creative ads, how you're supposed to use them, what you should really be using them for. And even if you can't see the reporting that you want to see out of them, why that doesn't really matter. Let's go. Okay, so. Dynamic creatives. First off, what is dynamic creative? Dynamic creative ads allow you to input a bunch of images and videos and headlines and copy, then Facebook will put those all together in a way that best Fits the target consumer. Now, not only does this allow Facebook to centralize data so that instead of chasing down a bunch of post IDs that all have their own journey, that all have their own lookalike audiences, that all basically are targeting potentially different customers or have a heavy overlap. Facebook is able to collate all that data into one place to create the best user experience. So number one, if you're testing new ads, if you're testing creative and you're not using dynamic creative, understand it means you're making the decision most of the time to keep Facebook dumb. Every time we make the decision to keep Facebook dumb, we're hurting ourselves in the long term. So I highly, highly stress you use dynamic creative, especially if you've got a wealth of created <coughs> or a lot of good market research around copy now if you have a large budget you can try to itemize these things out but if you don't have a large budget and by large budget i mean the ability to drive dozens of conversions a day you can a- combine these elements of a bunch of headlines a bunch of copy a bunch of images and video and don't bother with descriptions so many people running dynamic ads throw in descriptions let me tell you something less than 50% of people even see the descriptions, even if their device is able to, and it only shows on less than 20% of ad placements. So you are creating many more variations because remember every one of those options you give a Dynamic Creative creates another variation. So if you were to, for instance, have five images and two videos, that's seven, right? With one headline and one copy. Now. If you do that, but with three descriptions, well now you made 21 ads. That is an unnecessary level of complexity that delivers zero extra results. Believe me, now I've tested this against millions and millions of dollars for years. Descriptions do not move the needle. And they're there because back in the day it was a heavy point inside the ad unit. But around 2016 2017 they updated the look and the feel of the news feed and basically at that point descriptions kind of went away they're like interest groups they're obsolete technology that is included just because it's there because people already are using it now it's not helpful and it actually really gets in the way if you're trying to do scientific stuff or success as a goal of yours but it's still an option right so interest groups are descriptions right up there with interest groups and some things that you never need to worry about and the further you get away from them the better you are going to be overall and that's just a shot at interest groups if you want to know more about interest groups and why they're an extreme liability to your success check out this video right here anyway so descriptions we're getting rid of now the reason that dynamic creatives are really strong is because they allow facebook to acquire the attention in the best fit way so facebook understands the content of the words it also can read the image and scan through videos to understand what the items in that in that video are it knows that it's a picture of a boat it knows that there are words on the screen it knows what's in that video the ai is reading that video and itemizing out all of the elements that is unknown to Facebook's ecosystem. Built on that information, as well as the metadata from your site, they can pair in with auto-advanced matching the customer journey of every single user that is hitting refresh on their feed right now. So they are basically utilizing every element of that ad to go find the users who are gonna respond most positively to having that content inside of their feed. Because remember the purpose of Facebook is to keep people on the platform, which is why fundamentally using any strategy that worked for Google or for banner ads or for demand or inventory-based uh, platform says nothing to do with Facebook. And as soon as you abandon those thinking, uh, lines of thinking, those sooner you're gonna see more success. Anyway, again, more shots being taken just because I, I, whatever. Point is, Facebook is gonna be able to curate that user experience in a way that no other platform can. Across multiple platforms, we're talking Facebook, we're talking Instagram, we're talking multiple devices, we're talking multiple, it is experience, it is understanding that customer experience, and even if that person hasn't clicked yet, that person's being retargeted. Now, they might be retargeted because they showed an interest in a red sneaker from another company. You happen to sell red sneakers, so now that person's being retargeted by your ad. They might have seen some of the things that you posted but never actually engaged. They're still being retargeted by it. Remember, the idea of retargeting on Facebook is something that your ad campaigns are doing anyway, and we don't use retargeting audiences because, let me hear it, folks. Facebook is not the Google. It is not the kind of platform that relies on that. And the further you get away from that, the closer you're going to be to see success. So all of those things being said, dynamic creative is curating the best possible experience for the individual user. Now, what is that going to do? That is going to increase our estimated action rate. If we have a higher estimated action rate, we pay less money for the conversion. The cost of the sale is directly related to two items. What are you willing to pay on a budget? And what is the estimated action rate? The budget is something we can, you know, lower to hopefully make things happen, but has a far lower effect on the cost we pay than the estimated action rate. Now, all of that is a modifier on the base CPM. So if you're using interest groups and localites and these retargeting audiences, that base CPM is phenomenally higher than you, if you were to go broad, which is why we only go broad. Like we don't need to pay more money to see less success in something that is far less stable and, removes the ability for Facebook to get a lot of data in a single place. We're launching dynamic creatives against big audiences to solve specific problems. Now, let me tell you about the biggest mistake I see most people make, is they're using dynamic creative ads to find winning ads. And then they try to extract that winning ad and use it as a, as a control element. Yes, that is absolutely what we should be doing, but not after four days. After that dynamic creative can no longer improve, it has optimized itself to the best version of that variant and having that, uh, those options still being something that Facebook can decide as a, it becomes a liability to your overall success. When you define a winner and it's stable and it's scalable and, it's, and, it, and you have a very high level of confidence, you can now take those ads and put it into a control environment if you want to. And when that happens, and that control environment starts to do better than the creative test, well now the creative test needs to get better. And the way you do that is you remove the big fish in the small pond so that other things can become big fish and you start solving very specific business problems. And now the big issue here, again, is when you start to declare winners from dynamic creative testing, you're having basically the idea that dynamic creative testing is a test to find winners for your existing ecosystem. That is backwards. Honestly, the reason you have a control campaign, the reason you have, maybe you have a legacy ecosystem that hopefully you're trying to get your way out of. But if you have control elements, they serve as the control. The dynamic creative serves as the test. If the test beats the control in a consistent, in a reliable, in a projectable way, and has at some point become a liability because you cannot spend more money there, it is not getting more optimized, and... There are other problems that you need to solve. Then you can take your winning elements from there and throw it into your control. Then your control will get better than your creative testing. You shift your budget around a little bit until the next thing comes up and the creative testing again starts to beat the control. It gets more and more of your budget. You start to scale on both sides. You're scaling your efficiency And that ultimately leads you to the opportunity of improving your spend. My point here is most people fundamentally misuse dynamic creative. Most people fundamentally make it far more complicated than it needs to be. And most people think that it's utilized to find winning ads. It's not. That is the ultimate end goal of doing a good job. That is the output of your overall success. But the reason you're using dynamic creative is so that you can collate the best user experience to match your creative, your copy, your message, your offer, your product, your brand, to a customer. And you're letting Facebook make every decision that gets in the way of that. So, with that being said, I highly, highly suggest you start using Dynamic Creative. And if, I'm seeing some people sometimes occasionally can't look at the data in the way that they want to. And that's okay. Here are two things that you need to take a look at. Number one, if you cannot see the reporting down to the creative element level, which happens about every 18 months or so. Something will happen. iOS 14, 13, 12, like it's happened over and over and over again. It's not the end of the world. That's okay. Is that dynamic creative doing better than your control element? If so, increase budget. If not, find a way to optimize. Now, how can you optimize something if you don't know what's working, what isn't? You can see where the spend is going. And really, if you wanna get something where it's really close or it's doing well, but you just need to tweak it out a little bit, if you wanna just tweak it, remove the things that aren't getting spent, remove the waste and it'll get more efficient. If it's not close and it's not doing well, you have two options. One, you can build another test and another dynamic creative and try to solve the problem in a different way. Or you can remove the elements that are getting the majority of the spend. If Facebook is determined that this is where it wants to spend the money and you're getting a good estimated action rate but it's not doing good for your overall business, remove it. It's just that simple. Anyway my name is charlie i hope this was helpful for you i got a whole lot of other things so if you like some of this stuff you can subscribe up there and watch this video i have no idea what it's going to be but it's probably going to be good for you anyway nope these things okay see you later